Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. A trial should happen. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. Voters should know before Election Day if the Republican nominee, Donald John Trump, the former president of the United States, right now the favorite to once again be the president of the United States, We should find out if he's found guilty or not guilty on, at minimum, the election interference trial. But you know what? If you listen to smart people right now, it's not going to happen, and that is wrong. The Supreme Court first was asked by Jack Smith in December, render ruling on what seemingly is an absurd claim by Donald Trump looking for immunity. No matter what he does, he's immune. It's it's nonsense. And, nope, they said go through the process. Then a resounding loss for Trump on immunity, when most people just expected because of that, as well received as it was, that, okay, the Supreme Court would take maybe a week and say, okay, we're not, we're not dealing with this one. Okay? And then would also say, in, in attempting to be fair, oh, by the way, he's going to be on the ballot. And I think he should be on the ballot. If he's the Republican nominee, he should be on the ballot. But the Supreme Court announces about an hour, hour after we were off the air yesterday, oh, we're going to take up the case. Well, you know, it's an election year. They're going to take up the case right away. No, we're going to get to it uh, in April. April 26th, I believe, is the day. And then you'll get a ruling late June, early July. And if it goes as almost everybody expects, they're going to say, no, the, no former president is immune from everything. Then when does a trial happen? Trial happens maybe August, September. And it's, at that point, a judge might say, come on, he's in the middle of an election situation. This can't happen. And then if he wins, it goes away. I, I think this is... An absolute mistake. Justin Crow has joined us a number of times before. He's excellent on the Supreme Court. He's at Williams College. This is an area of his area of expertise, constitutional law and theory, and the Supreme Court in particular. And the professor is with us, like all guests, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Why do you think the Supreme Court decided to take this case, and why did they decide to wait as long as they're waiting until uh, April 25th? Well, it's a good question, and I'm not sure we have any great answers. And so most of what we're doing here is is reading tea leaves. I think yep. there were a lot of people who thought over the last 
two weeks, say, as the court had not yet issued a, issued a determination, that what it might be is that the court was denying to hear the case and the delay was that uh, one or more justices were writing a dissent and that could take some time. Obviously, we found out yesterday that that wasn't what was going on. So why the court took the case? Um, you know, I mean, I guess there are a couple reasons. One is, and, and this was originally Jack Smith's position when he first asked the court to, to hear this before the D.C. Circuit heard it, was that this is an issue of sufficient importance that the court is really the one who should have the final word on it. And the court wasn't willing to let the D.C. Circuit have the final word on it, even if a number of the justices uh, ultimately are going to rule against Trump. That's one possibility. Uh, obviously, and I, we have no evidence to support this, but there are some who have speculated, you know, this is part of an attempt by some of the justices to engage in, in a kind of foot dragging and to prevent the case from being uh, gone to trial before the, before the election. We have, no, we have no proof of that sort of thing, but that doesn't stop people in the absence of proof from speculating, obviously. The reality is that you only need four votes on the court in order to get a case heard. And so the four justices who voted to hear this case may well have had different reasons for doing it. Uh, one may have thought that the D.C. Circuit was wrongly de- D.C. Circuit opinion was wrongly decided. Uh, two may have thought that uh, we ultimately want the Supreme Court to decide this rather than the D.C. Circuit. A fourth may have thought, who knows? So it's really difficult to kind of game out, but there are any number of possibilities. Um, as to the, the timing, why, why we're looking at April 22nd, uh, Jack Smith had urged the court to schedule this very quickly, had, had urged, I think, for a March hearing. The Trump team had urged for it to be heard on the on the usual schedule, which would have meant not hearing it till the fall. Um, so the court kind of split the difference in a way. It is quicker than it usually acts, but it is certainly not as quick as Jack Smith would have wanted it to act. And those who think that it should go to trial before the election would have wanted it to act. Justin, do you believe that in this case and other cases, when they decide to bring a case to the Supreme Court, that they should let the public know, as they do when they offer their final ruling, but that they should let us know why they have decided on the merits of the law that they should hear the arguments on this case. It's a tricky one. On the one hand, there is an argument for some sort of accountability, right, for letting people understand why the justices are doing what they're doing, because the Supreme Court is is perhaps the most impenetrable political body in America, the least transparent political body in America. Um, members of Congress offer justifications when they vote for things. Usually, the, those could be true or they could not be. Um, when you run for office, you um, you know take a stance on something. You have campaign mailers. You uh, are on a debate stage. When the president issues a veto message or delivers the State of the Union or something like that, there are words to go along with it. The court and did so here. Which is not uncommon, um, does not give any indication. So there's an argument for more transparency as a means of accountability here. The tricky thing with that is that we want to believe at least that the court has not made up its mind yet. Maybe some justices have, maybe some justices haven't. I do not know. But if the court says, well, we're taking this case because we think the D.C. 
circuit was wrongly decided, or we're taking this case because we think this should be heard by the Supreme Court. There's a possibility that they tip their hand as to what has actually what they actually think the ruling is going to be. And so they're very careful in these instances to specify that this this has no bearing on the actual substance of the case. Why? Because um, briefs still need to be filed and oral arguments still need to be conducted. And the conference that the justices will have after oral arguments still needs to take place. And so all of the stages of the process still remain to come, still uh, remain to unfold. And so I think there would be some who would be a little worried about the idea that more transparency here might actually compromise the sense of impartiality. But obviously, in a case like this, in a, cl- in a case with incredible public salience and incredible public interest uh, in advance of the election, most people are left saying, but why? Why did they do this? Yeah. Why did they do That's this it. now? What were they thinking 100%. about in this? Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Uh, Justin Crow is with us, uh, Professor at Williams College. His area of expertise is the Supreme Court. He's joined us multiple times before. He's excellent. I know that the Supreme Court, they do not want to be involved in helping swing an election either way. Okay? Correct. Philosophically. Okay? It's also given that some would prefer Trump, some would prefer Biden. Maybe we're right in our speculation. Maybe we're wrong. So I get the idea that, you know, they're like, we don't want to be viewed as being involved. In this case, Justin, they have no choice. Sometimes in life we're pulled into something when we didn't want to be. And, oh, by the way, they're justices. And so to me, by delaying, they are clearly giving benefit to what Donald Trump has tried in the delay tactics, that's why, to me, it made so much more sense to either affirm or, if you're going to have this ruling, expedite it. This isn't just a typical case. And I get that it's it's quicker than normal. It's not quick enough. I, I just don't think. Yeah, I thought the – I mean, you're right that they do not want to be involved. I think especially someone like Chief Justice Roberts, who in everything he says and everything he, he, he does, especially in the last few years – um, suggests that he he dislikes the sense that people have that the court is merely a partisan body and a polarized body, and dislikes the sense that the court is going to be responsible for solving the solving or creating the ills of America. And so, very much, I think he would like an outcome that did not involve the court having to make these judgments. He would very much like a docket that did not include multiple cases where Donald Trump is one of the litigants. But that is where we are. And so I thought that the the most likely scenario, the scenario that I assumed they would pursue, would be the quick hearing on the Colorado ballot case, which they did, and they will overturn the Colorado Supreme Court Mm -hmm. on that, and affirming the D.C. Circuit, and that the outcome there would be effectively to remove the court from either of these, to say, 
we're going to let the people decide. We're going to let the people decide who they want to vote for based on who's on the ballot. And we're going to let the people in the form of a jury, which represents the people, decide whether he has committed a crime or not. But we, Supreme Court justices who are unelected and unaccountable to the people, are not going to uh, affirm the idea that we can simply remove people from the ballot and we are not going to stand in the way of the mechanisms of the criminal justice process. So I suspect we're still going to get one piece of that, which is overturning the Colorado Supreme Court. But obviously, we don't we don't know what we're going to get on the other. And they didn't affirm the D.C. Circuit. They went through and, and it does drag the case out um, until, you know, probably late summer, early fall, if it is even able to go forward. The, the one possibility that I'll just throw out there. And there's no there's no reason to know whether this will happen or not. The court has moved quicker on occasion. Uh, so when when U.S. v. Nixon is heard in the 1970s, the court issues a ruling in, le- in fewer than three weeks. Um, Bush v. Gore, the court issues a ruling, you know, within a series of days. Um, yes. So it That's is it. not impossible that the court could issue a ruling more quickly. I'm not saying there's any reason to believe that it would be so. U.S. v. Nixon um, is a much more uh, collective body where there's, um, you know, the justices are generally in agreement there. That makes it easier because you don't have to wait for people to write concurrences and dissents. But Bush v. Gore is not. That's an incredibly fractured opinion, mm-hmm. and it yeah. still comes out quickly. So I don't, I don't want to – if. If your goal is to get the trial going as quickly as possible in, in D.C., uh, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up, but there is a possibility that the court could decide to do that. Could it be a ruling on April 25th or April 27th, which would then allow for a trial to begin sometime in, in midsummer, um, which would present the possibility of it being done before the election, as opposed to a trial that starts in early to mid-September, which is probably not going to be wrapped up by the election. Always excellent. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Have a good afternoon. Williams College, Justin Crow. Uh, he nailed it at the end on Bush v. Gore. Think about how divided we were there. And when it finally went to the Supreme Court, and some think it was the greatest decision ever, some think it was worse, they made the decision in days. Donald Trump is facing these charges. We should have this case before an election. If he's found not guilty, he's found not guilty. Okay? Gets a defense. Gets to point out what he did and didn't do with the election interference matter. He'll have his representatives and Jack Smith will have his. Let's find out. But the Supreme Court is dragging their feet for no reason. They're in this. And it is a mistake. Of course, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm completely impartial. I don't think Donald Trump should be anywhere near the White House. I'm also not voting for Joe Biden. I don't think he's cognitively up to the job. But when you have charges this serious against one of the two men who right now will be the president of the United States, and instead of actually having a trial, we're just going to have him become president, which he would be if the election was today. And honestly, I don't even think it'd be that close. And then he's just going to dismiss this? That's what we're going to do? 
If that happened, in, if that happened in another country, we'd laugh at it. And by the way, I get that some people think that if this was happening now in another country, we'd be laughing. You know that the the president, the the former president's opponent, uh, who he's who he's you know faced before, facing again, that his justice system has filed these charges. So I get that side of the argument, but a trial should happen, period, end of statement, or a ruling should happen. Do you agree with me? And is your basis for agreeing or disagreeing with me simply about, I want Biden, I want Trump? Love, phone calls, and texts on this topic. Mr. Fees, Jason DeRush is 15 minutes away. We're going to have uh, seven, eight, nine more minutes on this topic when we come back. 651. 461-9226. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 